Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The stars at night are big and bright, we are told, deep in the heart of Texas. Also, games go long. Pass the bong. No, that's not right. Why did I say that? I don't, I don't partake of that. I do live in California, and it's legal, but I, I don't. That's not me. Let's keep this classy, San Diego. Uh, it was Boston at Texas, and it went for four hours. And it was interesting for a while. There was a lot of scoring. Red Sox end up winning, and Eduardo Rodriguez has a chance at 20. That, my friends, is the highlight. But we'll talk more about what happened in just a moment, because this is Sox Daily. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Sox are doing. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. Oh, it's your Daily Sox Podcast. And here's your host, Josh Lewin. Yeah, a few games to go, and, and Lewin's making cheap marijuana jokes. That's where we are here. Yes, Josh Lewin with you, and I'll tell you about 12 to 10 Boston. It wasn't quite the 19 to 17 game against the Texas Rangers from back in 2008. The game where you might remember, or maybe not. I just I'll always remember this game because I was actually working for the Rangers then. But Charlie Zink, the knuckleballer, made his first and only Red Sox start, was given a 10 nothing lead and blew it. Ortiz had a pair of three-run home runs in the first inning. They were up 10-0 in the first, and then they were behind, and then they rallied, and they won 19-17 in a game that took three hours and 57 minutes. As an encore, 11 years later, this time in Arlington, a 12-10 final. Boston again wins by two, and it took two more minutes. It was 3:59. I'm not going to take you through every single run scored. I mean, in the first inning alone, it was 4-4, four four, and then it was 5-5 five five after two. Red Sox got one in the third, and we're thinking, okay, so the Rangers got one in the third, too, and this thing just symmetrically plods along until it's 36-36 in extra innings at four in the morning. But thankfully, things started to change at least a little bit, and the final was 12-10. to So the four runs in the first inning came off Edinson Volquez, and basically everybody was, was swinging the bat well. Jackie Bradley Jr., two-run double. Uh, J.D. Martinez got to RBI number 101 for the year with a hard single. 4-0 lead for Eduardo Rodriguez, but he couldn't hold it. He was wild. It was a 38-pitch bottom of the first inning. a 36-pitch top of the first, by the way. 52-minute first inning in this bad boy. So 4-4 at the end of one. Rodriguez, the, the context here, he needs five innings, right, to qualify for a win. And he needs this win to qualify for the possibility of 20 for the season. He'll get that shot over the weekend against the Orioles back at Fenway. So pitching in Arlington. And some happy memories here, because this is where he had made his very first Major League start back in 2015, seven and two-thirds scoreless back then. Here comes Eddie into this game with a September ERA of 0.7. He's been phenomenal. And the Red Sox having won 24 of his last 30 starts, but he just was really laboring in a hot Texas night. And as we mentioned, gave up the four runs right back in the bottom of the first, 
Elvis Andrews' sack fly that scored Delano to Shields to quickly get it to 5-5 five to five in the second. That's after Mookie had a homer to lead off the top of the second, and he would later leave the game. He jammed his foot, chasing one down in right field. Gorky's Hernandez would come on for him and actually have a really strong game. Made a couple good defensive plays and had a sack fly RBI and a single. But uh, anyway, Betts getting that home run. It's his 29th of the year, so he's got a shot for 30 now, obviously. Devers ended up with two hits in this game, one more run batted in. Bogart's two hits, two runs batted in. Uh, J.D. ended up driving in three. Ten total batters in this game for Boston. Every single one of them had either one or two runs. Every single one of them had either one or two hits. And for Texas, the only guy that really took a, a complete offer was their cleanup man, Nick Solak, the, uh, the DH of all things. He stranded nine and went 0 for 4. So that did not work out real well for Texas. Rangers now 75 and 82. So they are not going to be a winning team this year. The Red Sox are 82 and 75. So we know they will be a winning team this year. 12 runs, 14 hits, no errors for the Red Sox. Just an exhausting game. 10, 15, and 2 for the Rangers. The run support thing is real for Eduardo Rodriguez. Number one run support in the majors. 7.62 per game coming in, and he got 12 in this one. Again, he needed the five innings just to qualify, and it took Alex Cora to come out to the mound with two out in the fifth to kind of remind him of that. Delano DeShields had singled, and the tying man was uh, nowhere near the plate at that time. It wasn't like that. But, you know, here come the Texas Rangers from 12 to 5 to 12 to 7. Delano DeShields Jr. inexplicably tries to steal second base. Vasquez guns him down. That's what ended the inning and ended the night for Eduardo at 113 pitches in five innings. I mentioned it was an exhausting night. Alex Cora talked about it after the game. Uh, Not his his best one. Uh, Mechanic-wise, he felt he was off. You know, like um, everything was cutting. The changeup wasn't there. Um, one thing for sure, you know, he, he made a good pitch with the bases loaded. I think it was in the third inning or fourth inning, whatever. Um, you know, obviously the offense stepped up, and you know, we gave him a chance to to get five and and move on. You know, um, I think he's close to 200 innings now. He won 19, and well, he'll pitch Sunday to to see if he can get both of them. When he went out there, the uh, fifth it was, uh, it was uh, this is the last hitter. You get him out. Good for you. You don't get him out. You're coming out of the game. Uh, and then I forgot the part where Christian throws him out, you know, and uh, I was surprised he took off in that situation, you know, with Elvis at the plate. Christian made a good play. I think it was very close at second, and we got the out, and then we kind of, like, struggled throughout the rest of the game, but uh, I'm glad that, you know, he's going to get a shot at, at, at both things. You know, he got 200 strikeouts. It's been a great season. You know, it's not just pick this one up, you know. I mean, he's been amazing. He's been really good the last seven, eight, eight starts, so this this happens, you know, but uh, uh, he's worked hard for this, and uh, you know, um, we'll, we'll give him Sunday and, and play everybody and go from there. Uh, he banged his, uh, his, uh, his toe against the wall, you know, and you guys know he's been kind of like uh, limping around the last few days, so I decided to take him out. Uh, he wasn't supposed to play today, but he wanted to play because of what was going on, so he'll get tomorrow off. Uh, I don't know if he plays Thursday, but you know, hopefully he'll be ready to to play during the weekend at home. Did, did he need concussion test at all? Or? No, 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 no. No, he's fine. When you saw like, Jackie kind of waving at you guys when they happened, were you guys going to run out and check on him? No, no, he was fine. You know, they 
with him and Jackie, we know. We know when they're good, you know. There's some of the guys that uh, their acting part is kind of like very iffy, but they're very honest with us, and uh, he was okay. He came in, and he's like, I can keep going. I'm like, no, let's, let's shut it down here and uh, get some treatment and see where we are the next few days. Coach, when you went to the mound uh, in that situation, Eduardo patted you on the back when you were heading back to the playoffs. He did. He did that, and he gave me the player of the player of the game. He's just trying to keep me in the in the in the, in the good side of him so he can pitch on Sunday. I don't know. I, I mean, the way I said it is is true. You know, you've been the horse the whole season. Uh, I wasn't gonna let it get ugly. You know, it, it was kind of ugly, but at the same time, he's still our best pitcher. So I told him, hey, you deserve this, you know, I'll give you one more, but you better get him out, you know, and, and this is it. So um, uh, we, I mean, I, I love that kid, you know, I've been very honest with him from the get-go. Um, as a staff, we push him because we know of the potential, and uh, I think it was the right, the right move. If we were in the hunt or something like that, in the middle of uh, the walkout race, he was probably going to be out in the first inning. You know, because he, he was off. But uh, he made some good pitches throughout and uh, made some adjustments. But uh, at the end, what matters is he has a shot to, for 200 innings and, and the 20 wins. All right, there's the manager. And we'll let you hear in a moment from Brandon Workman, who did get the save in this one. Brandon is having quite the year from out of nowhere. That's his 16th save. His ERA is now 1.91. Didn't strike out anybody in this one, and he actually walked one to make you a little bit nervous. He retired Willie Calhoun on a sharp grounder to Mitch Moreland, a former Texas Ranger great. But uh, we talked to the hometown kid after the game, too. And we thought you'd like to hear from Brandon Workman, he of Arlington, Texas. Went 12-10, Brandon Workman getting the save, pitching for the first time in his hometown as a professional. And uh, everybody was rooting, pulling for Eduardo Rodriguez, and it really took a team effort to get the, the 19th win for him. Yeah, you know, um, obviously not at his best, but he was able to keep the team in the ball game, and then um, the offense was awesome today, and um, you know we were able to get him a win. What's it like, Brandon, when it's twelve to five, and you're the closer now? You know you're the closer. I mean, on the one hand, you want to not think, I'm sure, right about working tonight because that's kind of negative, but yeah. but on the other hand, you, you got to be ready. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, I got to be ready every day. Um, no matter what the score is because, you know, things happen, whatever, whether we're winning, losing, or it's a tight game all the way through, I try to stay locked in. How many uh, family members did you have here for the first time you pitched as a pro at this ballpark? I got a few of them. A lot of my family lives in the DFW area, so um, there's a few up here for sure. Was that on your mind? I mean, I, I found this fascinating when we researched this, that you've made 186 appearances in the majors. And every single one of them has been not here. I mean, you pitch in every other American League ballpark. What, were you thinking about that at all? No, not really. I mean, it's cool to be playing here at this thing, um, stadium I grew up going to as a kid. So it was, it was definitely cool to play here, but I wasn't, you know, overthinking it or anything. You've done such a good job all season, and now especially in the closer's role, uh, that's got to give you a very good feeling going into the off season, knowing that you're an established Major League closer, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, definitely, but it's also something, you know, I got to keep putting in the work and um, keep trying to get better. Let me ask you one last one, Brandon, just from a, a local standpoint here. Obviously, they're closing this ballpark, not for good. They'll play XFL football here and whatnot, but uh, it's got to be a little bit weird, right? Because like you said, you, you grew up coming here and went to high school just down the road from here. It's going to be odd to, to see a different stadium here next year. Yeah, it definitely will be. You know, this is, like I said, I've been coming to this ballpark since I was a kid, so it's kind of um. 
you know, a cool part of my childhood and stuff, so it will be weird seeing them, you know, seeing a different ballpark. You get any cool autographs when you were here as a kid? Um, I got a few of them. You know, those um, late 90s Rangers teams were kind of my teams growing up, and actually um, Goody played, Goodwin, uh, Tom Goodwin, our um, first base coach, played for a while, and um, so it was cool being a fan of him and now working with him. Yeah, that is great. Well, congratulations on a great season. All right. Thank you all. I appreciate all it. All right. So, indeed, Rodriguez the win, 19 of those, and we mentioned it, 16 saves now for Workman. And now you look ahead to Wednesday. Rick Porcello, 13-12, and 12, 5.56. And among current Red Sox players, he's uh, part of the handful, eligible for free agency this winter. You've got Brock Holt, Steve Pierce, Mitch Moreland, and Porcello. Now, the Red Sox do have a winning record in his starts. And he's made 30 or more starts in nine of his 11 big league seasons now. And there's the presence he brings to a clubhouse. We've talked about that a lot. But as he's heading for free agency, a 5.56 ERA can be seen as a, uh, a bit of a problem. And maybe it'll mean a short-term deal somewhere to reestablish his value. That's got to be the thing he's looking for. So that's the game on Wednesday. And then Thursday is a day game. And then home for three against the Baltimore Orioles. And that's it. Hard to believe, but... That's the end of the line. Right now, the Red Sox at 82 and 75. They're up against this uh, Texas team for the next couple games. And the Rangers, 63 and 81 against teams that are not Detroit and Baltimore. They are 12 and 1 against those bottom feeders, but against everybody else, uh, they're just not good at all. And in fact, overall, they're 29 and 46 since the end of June. They're just kind of playing out the strings. So. What do you say, guys? End on a high note here. Take a couple in Texas. Go home. Sweep the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. You got a shot to be 10 games over 500 this year, if not a little bit better than that. And I know it's not a repeat World Series, but somewhere in the mid-80s for a win total, you look around and, and see some of the other teams that are struggling this year and have to answer to things. Like the Chicago Cubs are a great example. Uh, it, it certainly wasn't that bad as it turns out. And we're reminded of that in a four-hour ball game on Monday in the heat of Arlington, Texas. Boston 12 and the Texas Rangers 10. This is Josh Lewin. Just a few more of these to go now. So uh, let's get downloading. Let's go ahead and enjoy these last few together. It's called Sox Daily. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.